It's time for Bent News. I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know, get bent. Top headline this week, Marcus. Ringo Starr coming off the road after a positive COVID diagnosis. I hope he gets well soon and he had to cancel his remaining tour dates so that he can recover and to make sure everybody around him is safe and healthy as well. So They'd had a false start in June when uh, Edgar Winter and Steve Lukather had COVID. And these dates in Minnesota, Prior Lake, also the five shows in Canada, scheduled for October, postponed till a future date. Like you said, man, the main thing is Ringo. Feel better, man. I don't know about you, Marcus, but last week I might have been the last man on the planet thinking there was going to be a new surprise Bruce Springsteen album dropping while I was on vacation, but it happened. (laughs) I don't know if anybody was expecting this release, but boy, what a glorious surprise. November 11th, Only the Strong Survive on Columbia. It's Bruce singing those soul songs, those Motown and Gambling Huff and Stacks and all those kind of, you know, musical heroes. And he implies the full force of rock and roll nature at his disposal as he breaks out stuff like Night Shift from the Commodores. I know that got your attention. Big time. I love that song by the Commodores. So to hear his take on it. I'm very, very excited. Also, looking forward to hearing I Forgot to Be Your Lover, which is a Booker T tune, and Sam Moore is doing a guest on that one. Turn back the hands of time, Marcus. Wow, what a great song, no matter who sings it, and Bruce adds his version. Plus, the first single he released is a Frank Wilson cover, Do I Love You? Indeed I Do. And it is nice. A great tease for what's ahead on the rest of the album. Hey, go crazy. Buy the double LP CD or get the digital if you have to. But get it from the boss on November 11th. You know what's encouraging to me, Marcus? What? Judas Priest is making lemonade, brother. That's right, they finally figured out how they're going to take the lemons they were handed by the Rock Hall and turn it into lemonade at the ceremony. You know what they're doing? What are they doing? Your favorite thing about podcasting and rock and roll and all of it. They're doing a mashy, man. They're going to do a big medley of their favorite songs and make it happen on stage as a band. I'm glad that they're going to be able to play as a band. They deserve to be. Uh, They deserve also a lot more than they are getting, but it's a start. Rob Halford and his band mean so much to the world of metal. The more we talk about it, the more I think everyone realizes how true that is, brother. And as always, we keep an open ear for some interesting stuff like, say, 
a long-lost Jimi Hendrix Experience live album from 1969 at the L.A. Forum. Hello. I know when you shared this news story, I got pretty excited because we've seen unreleased music from Jimi Hendrix, including some live performances that have been found on reels, and the reels have been baked very well, and the quality has been good. So we've been very lucky in that, and I am curious to see if this one is as good as some of the other stuff we've gotten from the Hendrix family. There's a lot of different elements involved in all of this stuff. The performance and the quality of the recording, the the recorders themselves and the way it is transferred and mixed and all that stuff. So like so many of these projects that are easy to get excited about, I'm going to wait till I hear it to make any kind of a judgment on this one. But it's live from L.A. in 69. Right in his prime, bro. I got an email, and I was very happy to hear that this event is happening as Metallica special guest Raven are doing a special show at Hard Rock Live in Seminole, Florida as a tribute to Johnny and Marsha's Azula. Songs from 83 and 84. It's happening there on November 6th, a special show for a special pair of people. I would love to make it down to Florida for that show. And I wonder, because they're doing the music from 83 and 84, is Dave Mustaine going to be showing up as well? I guess we'll find out. U.S. authorities have been waiting for John Schaefer to show up. Speaking of showing up, he of Iced Earth has not been seen by authorities. He's been evading them in regards to being served with court documents related to his involvement in the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. They say he's AWOL. And that's not good if you were in the middle of that stuff. Whoops. Sad news this week, Marcus. She was 90, sure, but Loretta Lynn was so beloved by people of all music genres... Her passing has caused a lot of sad hearts. Hey, Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, we get together every time we can. The Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. Too much love in this Without a doubt, she is one of the queens of country music and one of those women who empowered a lot of other women in the music industry moving forward and like you said across all genres she was a queen in country before being a queen in country was cool (laughs) loretta lynn well we have a couple updates from previous episodes that we want to get to on this week's episode updates we have to come up with a more creative title for that yeah we do (laughs) from the bronze age episode about heavy metal we both laughed about it and neither one of us knew the source of the name for ethel the frog but you have some deep research for us it is from a monty python sketch about the piranha brothers i have all of the monty python stuff on dvd and now i'm gonna have to go pull it out and watch Mm -hmm. that sketch tonight's ethel the frog examines the rise to power of the piranhas, the methods they use to subjugate rival gangs, and their subsequent tracking down and capture by the brilliant superintendent Harry Snapper organs of Cuba. Last week we talked with Annie Haslam, and she made reference to Tony Visconti when we were talking about Mary Hopkins. So I got curious, Marcus, you know I get curious. It's 
one of my big problems in life. Anyway, I went to Mary Hopkins' Wikipedia page, and that's where I discovered that she had been married to Tony Visconti at one point earlier in life, which I did not know. I did not know that either. Here we are. It is Bent News number 30. And I believe someone said you two won't get past number 10 with this thing. You? (laughs) Oh, right. That was me. Anyway, 30 and counting here on the Bent News update. Marcus, (laughs) what's out on Monday? We are going to visit a holy, holy book of music. What? Super progressively religious on this episode. We are going to do Genesis to Exodus. You mean to Revelation, right? No, it's to Exodus because of Gabriel. Oh, the departure. Yes. Out Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's going to do it for this edition of Bent News. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get Bent. 